Hey, Marco, we're on the pre-show. We already started, baby. Uh, how late am I? Three minutes? Uh, you are a minute and 18 seconds late, so not bad. Okay. All right. Oh, no, but I was just talking about the fact that um, – so <laughs> – the running j- uh, joke between me and my friend, I have a female friend that I, I talk to and I'm uh, hanging out with and stuff. But Hanging out with? You're going out in the nah, Rona? No, 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 no. This is all Skype stuff. Like, it's just a friend that, like, we, we realize, oh, we're both into the same stupid shit. Let's just hang out. So we've been hanging out and I've been talking about, like, the excellence. She, like, does business and stuff. And so she's going to help me with some of the business and on my end. So then, obviously, I talk about the website and the excellence and stuff like that. And... JJ, I told you this before weeks ago, how it's been a running gag that um, she's in love with you, but it's starting right. to get to the point, <laughs> it's to get to the point where it's kind of like, it's worrying because it's like we were joking because um, she doesn't have a Twitch. She doesn't know what that is. Like she's like a, like a legit girl. She's not a nerdy girl by any means. She's like classic. I met her in college. She's like girl. And so um, Twitch, all the streaming shit doesn't she doesn't know how it functions so Damn. i was like well if you want to watch the show to comment you need to make a twitch account and then she's like oh okay i'll just make it i love jj and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and i didn't prompt that in her I didn't prompt that. Like, oh yeah make it We're like the jj it themed oh, it does matter shut the fuck up over there um, I, I was talking about because jessica was being extra quiet like oh. she's like on tiptoes and shit and i'm like hey, hey. yeah no um well, speaking of Jess, I got to tell her something uh, in like half a second after I'm done with this point. But yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. You don't know JJ. <laughs> JJ, <laughs> admittedly, amazing guy. But like, slow your roll. And it's like, we're friends. But like, you know how you, there's just that inherent jealousy of like, yeah, yeah. like you know, like, I, I wonder if this is kind of like a, if it's just me being a, a cocky asshole or if it's something like it's like it's a guy thing. But like. Every guy at a certain point in his life has the confidence that he could fuck anybody in the room, right? No, not not always. Not all. Well, there's obviously exceptions, right? Well, it's, right. it's well. I mean, right now it's just me, and I know I can get me. <laughs> but two things on this note: first, um, this would be the third person I think I've heard of that's like JJ is the most charming person on the podcast. Like yeah. Casey from work was one for sure, and I know I heard it from somebody else too. Um, two, the other one is, is like, I actually don't have that competitive mindset. Like I'm all for like, Oh, you want my friend? Go for it. Right. Cause, for it. Cause you're a team player and you have a girlfriend. You've had a girlfriend for a long time. You're, you're past that now. You don't. That, yeah. I guess that's true. That that's is a, so that, far yeah. gone in your, <laughs> in your function that you're like, Oh, I, I don't want to bed you. I have a fine, woman at home. which going back to the quick point I was going to make to her. Um, my nieces were playing on my Animal Crossing island, and then Jess also came. She thought she could sell fish to the fish dude. And my uh-huh. little nieces, because they're not allowed to play online other than with me, they were so excited to see somebody else in the world of Animal Crossing. <laughs> 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 they're, like, they're like little girls. They're eight and, and uh, like nine or eight or something. I don't know how old. They're sub 10 years old, maybe 10. And um, they're not allowed to play online. So they only see my character, and they're like, dress up as a girl so you can play with us. I'm like, whatever. I'm the best uncle ever. And. Um, and so they had like you know uh, Jessica's character running around and like oh my god we should follow her I'm like no leave her alone girls <laughs> <laughs> like don't go out of, they've been playing Animal Crossing for like five hours a day because obviously it's summer they can't go outside so Animal Crossing's their outside and so they were just so stoked to have another person in their world it was so funny it was really cute and I was like that's nice but I'm, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't just follow her and like make emojis at her by the way 
You're welcome, Key. Thanks for the Aloha shirt. I just checked my mailbox. You can send gifts to your friends in that game. It's a lovely game. Animal Crossing, my number one uh, quarantine find. So, so are we going back to talking to uh, the girl that has a crush on JJ? Because if we're switching the topic to Jessica, I have a funny story. Well, I mean, I'm pretty much done with the fact that, I mean, if she comes in here, if uh, JJ Lover 69 comes and in the comment section, <laughs> then we'll know who it is for sure. And I hope, I, I, was, I, like I told her, I was like, that's not a smart idea for you to have a name that you're not going to stick with forever. And, right, and I, yeah. I don't know if we can change them on Twitch. And I'm like, uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you know, that is probably the coolest thing I've learned about Twitter is that people change their handle or their screen name all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and shit, I, that was the most funny thing. <laughs> oh, damn. It's it's serious. Yeah, it's serious. <laughs> JJ, I swear to God, JJ, if you get laid over this Tengo pod, pegue, wait, I like, do. <laughs> Tengo pegue. I guess, man. I was sure what I meant, I guess. That's why I guess. It I means, what, what would the English equivalent? I got the kovorka. <laughs> the lure of the animal. <laughs> I think it's all that choco milk you drink. You got the, the pantera power or whatever. Whatever pantera. <laughs> Just tell her your name is Ritz. She looks like a girl from Amber. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up, Felix. <laughs> yeah, hey, of course we got Felix in this episode. Well, Felix, he tried to. <laughs> you got Yes. <laughs> Were, were you about to say that Felix tried to get on? Because I might have used my veto powers to get him on for this one topic. At I, the mean, very least. I mean, so here's the thing. I was like, all right, we got our cast. We're good. And then Felix, like, he went on this barrage of like, how dare you? And then he tweeted, yeah, watch the show. But he didn't have me on there. I'm like, Felix, God damn it. You can't just go on a fucking pity parade because I didn't invite you. And again, I mean, this is his forte, but I'm assuming Tommy's going to show up. Shot Tommy in class. And I'm going to say this to the camera. Full faced, hold on. In classic Tommy fashion, he didn't show up. Wrong, wrong, too far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do it without breaking eye contact. But um, so I mean, Felix is in the chat. I know he has a camera and I know he has a mic. Do you guys want to bring him on for the show? Yeah. Fuck it. All right, Felix. Uh, check your inbox. Uh, we're still in the pre-show, everybody. So welcome. Uh, you're gonna get the invite to this thing, Felix. You're up. You know you're watching, Felix. Time to step up, baby. And if you can't hear this, then fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, so uh, I, so you went camping though. Is that the same trip you were going to tell me? Yeah, that is the where the funny story originates. Uh, for the most part, um, oh, camp. <laughs> well, here, introduce that with that you guys went camping. Uh, this weekend, uh, where'd you guys go? Uh, how long did you go? And what'd you we're, do? We went to uh, Colorado Bend. We were there two nights and a morning for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, beautiful park for the most part. Uh, there's some cave waterfall area that is like, oh man, like that's a screensaver for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it'd be. It would have earned many more points if I could have actually gotten in the water there, but. You know, for environmental reasons, no, you, you're there, not allowed to fuck with it. <laughs> was it like doo doo water, or was it one of those things? Where no, you no, it's it the opposite. It's so pristine; they don't want you putting your yeah. dirty hands. <laughs> they don't want your dick water in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So, wow, actually, I'd never even heard of a spot like it's like, no, don't put your goddamn grubby hands on it. You know, people. Well, it's it's pretty common in state and national parks for the most part, but I mean. What I was talking to one of my friends about it afterwards was I didn't know how undermanned the parks were. So the whole time we were there, 
um, there was one park ranger driving around mm-hmm. and one person that was sometimes at their station could even be the same park ranger. Right. And just, then just, just <laughs> very changing weird. hats to like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like when we checked in like this, the booth or the, I guess, I don't know. The guarding station was empty and we just drove by I talked to someone in the, in the camp away from us, and they were like, yeah, man, they're just, like, never there. Uh, as long as you paid, you should be good. All right. That's <laughs> no national park system. Well, I mean, I understand that a lot of it is donations at this point right. for the most part. Which, I guess on that note, support your national parks. Yeah, support your national parks. Um don't do drugs. Don't sit on fire. Don't do what Arkin was saying. JJ was chopping down trees with his hands to make fire. <laughs> no, we can't. We, so that was one of the things where um, everybody was loaded up on food. Nobody was loaded up on uh, just supply, uh, just things that were perishable for the most part. We didn't have a big enough ice chest for three days worth of ice. It was also a scorcher. Yeah. I think I read today that uh, Austin areas can expect 100 degree heat for the foreseeable future. God it's damn. like a nine day forecast of 100, 100, 100, 100. Oh, no. I mean, I'm used to uh, only thing I'm not used to in Texas heat is a goddamn humidity. I can do 110. I could do 120. It hurts, but it's dry. It's like it's like being in an oven, being in this fucking moisture steam box. That is Texas heat that just you walk out and your skin's wet. It's just like. I hate this. My voice I'm actually changes. okay with it because if I'm wet, I'm less hot for the most part because I've been to both kinds of heat. And the thing is that some what somebody told me to deal with the cold when I was in negative 40, he's like, bro, past zero, it's just a number that doesn't mean anything. You're cold as fuck. That's all it is. Right. The same is true the other way with any number higher than 90. No, I can, I can tell the difference between 100 degree heat and 90 degree heat. I've played football 90 degree heat. It's not fun, but it's I've, doable. You're in 100. I don't think it's doable. Well, it was doable. We just because they wouldn't reschedule games because this is God's country for football. But uh, right. yeah, JJ was. You know what I felt more bad for was JJ being in the band uniform. <laughs> oh yeah, that bitch was hot. <laughs> a black oh, ass God. band uniform with a hat. Yeah. So, so you guys had nothing but. <laughs> So you had booze and no food in the heat. JJ, no, we had quick. food. We didn't have. We had. Food. We had to go get. We had to go get ice and firewood whenever we wanted to do stuff. That was oh, it. You, you know, firewood for the hundred degree fucking fires that you make at night when it's ninety eight. So I know you were in the group chat. We didn't end up having steak and cigar night in the we're gonna mm-hmm. sit down and enjoy everything kind of thing because uh-huh. it was too fucking hot to really sit around the fire. <laughs> kind of like when we try to have it like in the backyard with the fire oh, pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could foresee it, that for sure. Yeah. But um, on one of our trips, uh, so Jessica was the one driving for the most part. She's like, hey, our car's empty because it was a small car. So we had to unload everything. Yeah. So we just were like, hey, we're going to run to that little store uh, that apparently has bomb ass salsa. I It was so bomb. Jordan and JJ ate it. In a day and a half, kind of. JJ, was it bomb ass salsa? It was bomb ass salsa. I think Jordan had the most of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jordan, Jordan, man, it's some good ass salsa. Like, That's exactly what he said. Yeah. yeah like, he doesn't talk like that, but he's just like, I know that he'd be like, God damn, it's really and, uh, good. Like, he gets real angry. Like, his tone changes very much like a show character. 
Very much like Charlie Murphy. <laughs> and uh, Jessica went for a full, like, wooden pixie druid, was, like, outside. And there was, like, a cow pasture for the most part mm-hmm. for a little bit. Like, it was just cows on the open range. And she was like, oh, look, a cow. Oh, look, a cow. And not looking in front of her. And she hit a fucking deer. <laughs> <laughs> on, her, on a car? In her car? Yeah, yeah, she hit a deer with her car. Oh, and not no. only a deer, it was like a baby Bambi deer oh. on top of the- <laughs> Oh, this is a funny story. <laughs> well, the deer I mean, lived. A, a, a vegetarian hitting a deer is pretty hilarious to me. <laughs> I mean, so like, did it just go poof and then like scurry off? Is that so it? So we were going slow because it was a dirt road for the most part already. And she was already slowed down a little bit further to look at the cows. So as she's looking at the cow, she looks forward. The deer's already underneath the car. And then full stop, and she just basically punched the deer with the front of the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, I'm trying to. You guys know exactly what I'm trying to fucking go for here. <laughs> so you're at the middle of the fucking road, and then all of a sudden, you guys are just like, <laughs> yeah, look at the cows! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> This is a recording of someone watching ice. <laughs> yes, it is. Because YouTube didn't have the goddamn episode. <laughs> that's how we get past copyrights here at the Mexlas. No, that's all I heard. Dear! <laughs> oh, poor. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Did Jess cry? I have to ask. No, she didn't cry. She was just really. Because she is still convincing herself to this day. She's like, I didn't really hit the deer. Like that was the, the thunk sound was my brakes. And I'm like, no, you punched that deer. You punched the deer <laughs> going 40 miles an hour, by the way. All right. He, he finally did it. He finally pried his grubby fingers into this podcast. Everybody. If he says some outlandish shit, that's going to get us taken off air. Cause he's prone to that. He's done. But otherwise, everybody, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Felix. Hey, how's it going? Everybody. Oh my God. Damn, he's even up? standing and shit. Nah, he's just got a wide-angle camera. Why are you so far away, Felix? Uh, doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? Actually, I can move this closer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I get you have a nice wall of pins, and actually, pins have been my uh, collectible of choice for souvenirs. I don't buy shit anymore because I have too much shit. So pins have been my go-to. So It's I funny that you bought a bigger space, though, and then it's like, oh, man. I have more room for shit now. Because I had to move into fucking three Pins. stories. And then now I'm going back. <laughs> and I'm moving back to California. So it's like, okay, whatever place I'm going to get is going to be smaller and more expensive. So I know I'm fine. At least your insurance will be cheaper. Fair enough, but not much. And hold on. Let me get Felix. I'm going to give Felix. Oh, no, not just Felix. <laughs> falling down, falling down a little bit. I'm just trying to give him his time to develop everything. But he had his, uh, he does like, or I don't know, he was associated with wrestling with regret. Felix is a wrestler himself. Uh, he is a traveler for the most part. Like he's, I think, been on three wrestling podcasts. I think. Yeah. So might as well have, might as, might as well. He's our friend. Might as well have to give, throw that fucker a bone and let him. Uh, actually, while he's getting everything set up, let me see. Let me see how good his SEO is. One thing that he does, not shot. <laughs> shop um, one thing that felix does have uh, that i am pretty envious of is um a really sharp good store no 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 his store is um 
He's got a Patreon too. Shit, look at Felix. I gotta help him. Or have him help. He's got to help help you actually. <laughs> nah, but look at this shit right here. Look at he's got the store. He's got real good designs. I like this one. So he's the Frisco Flame Felix who's about to be on right now. But I do like. Uh, it just says "Love you from Frisco," and then another one. It says "Fuck you from Frisco." It's a cool ass design, and I think a friend of his made it. And obviously, he's got his logo on there. He's got some cool, dope ass designs. And let's bring Felix back. Hey, Felix, we're just, hey, just pouring your shit out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I'm lucky to have a, a sister that knows how to do the setup. And then for like the signature series, I just hire good artists. Yeah. And then uh, Key is like, what up, Felix? Always hear about you, but never get to see you on cam before. I exist well, and I'm brown. He has an OnlyFans. You can see him on cam. As, you can see his butthole on cam as much as you want, I assume. No, no, no. That, but the butthole's extra. Butthole is extra. Where is... Here we go. There's one shirt in des, uh, design I fucking love. There it is. The Bro, he has more designs than you, I think. Yeah, no, he does. That's the fucked up part. I love this <laughs> design, man. I'm wearing this shirt. Oh, hey. Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> there you go. Look, you know, he knows the good shit. He gets the good shit. So uh, go. Yeah, I, have my, I have my pins over here, which are available on my Etsy, along with Pop Sockets. Got all the different prides. I even included non-binary and lesbian now. Yeah, look at that. He's got a, oh, you can't see it now. Now you can see it. Look at that. He's got pins. That's actually very popular outside of wrestling, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, like I like, uh, I just oh, I just sure. shipped some to uh, Switzerland the other day. You know. Damn. For the gay Swisses. Well, oh no, I I've, I've got I've got literal homosexual propaganda in Russia. That's like my proudest thing that people, <laughs> people I have a shirt on my site that is in Russian and it says propaganda homosexualism, which translates to homosexual propaganda, I which is that. illegal. And people in Russia have bought it. Damn, that's dope. You have international shipping in this piece. Here, let me. Let me show I do you have people. international shipping in this Look piece. Look at that. <laughs> Homosexual propaganda. You can get yourself some hipster glasses too. Look at that. No, I just I use that <laughs> website too. I know exactly what that is. But um, so Felix, welcome to the show. Uh, so so Felix, ra ra random side note that I always wanted to ask Felix because I asked one of my another mutual friend. I was like, bro, how are all these wrestlers adding me? Like, are do they just see that Felix is a mutual friend and it's like, this guy will be cool. Like, I have like six wrestlers that added me after we became friends. <laughs> That's actually probably something similar. They see you in the area. <laughs> they see you in the area. You're a oh, Austin wrestling fan. He'll be one of my fans and then he'll make me famous and then I'll be a wrestler forever. Yeah, but it's their actual page. Like, they're not all as set up as Felix. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they will they one, they see Felix, they like you, and then they're like, Well, if I add them, then now they're gonna know about me because now you know about those wrestlers where you didn't before. This is true. So it's a little bit of a marketing tactic that they may do. Um but you know do you, what? Know, do you know if Twitch is case sensitive? Uh I'm not sure. Are you trying to raid? No, no, I'm uh <laughs> just uh I'm putting I'm putting on Twitter that I'm here. It shouldn't be case sensitive. It's the underscore excellence. And then, um, yeah. So here's the thing that I'm excited to have uh, Felix here with because I was like, it's, it's going to get dicey. But me and Felix, we go back a long ways. Uh, Felix actually, I, he, I was on my first podcast on Felix's show, I think. So he's one of the ones that helped expedite this whole thing and uh, start the excellence and let me get my feet underneath me while I was preparing everything. But me and Felix have talked about some outlandish shit. Some oh, crazy yeah. stuff. Stuff about, my, <laughs> stuff about my penis. Stuff about 
mean, th- God, there's there's one friend who, unfortunately, I think you two know that has a story that Sam and I can never tell. But we were there to bear witness and wonder why the hell he would even tell us that. Oh, they know the friend. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Marcos loves that friend in particular, but we're not bringing him up. I'm bringing him on for that special story. That's that's that story and a couple of my stories, Pizza Queen stories, are going to be behind a paywall for sure. You guys, <laughs> JJ, JJ and Marco, you have to pick one of your stories that has to be behind a paywall. You'll get a I mean, cut of whatever. Fuck, I already used Weed Hamsters. Damn. Weed Hamsters is not behind a paywall. Pizza Queen story is behind a paywall. All right. Promote, have I told that story? I haven't told that story on camera. Hold on, JJ, you, you went all digital. What story was it? Oh, uh, no. Stripperoids. Stripperoids? Oh, I know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> so Felix is the blame for this. Yes. So um, Felix, um, Marco, you have some opinions. JJ, I'm uh, he's frozen right now, so I'll wait for him to come back. But I know, Marco, you had an <clears throat> opinion on this on Twitter about how it's not so great. I have an opinion about this thing that happened this week that pretty amazing. And Felix, I'm sure, just judging because I know you have many opinions about the new Cardi B making the stallion song WAP. Have you heard it? <laughs> have you heard it? Marcos has heard it. Felix, have you heard it? I thought it was a diss track. I, I, heard, I heard it on accident. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you didn't Google it 500 times to see what was happening? <laughs> I did not tweet out with one hand while condemning those young people. Look at I haven't seen that. the music video. I just saw. I heard the song. So JJ, have you heard of the song "WAP"? No, is that a Pokemon? <laughs> oh boy, it could be. <laughs> it very well could be. I, so I think my favorite. My favorite tweet was somebody was like, "What if I released a song called?" And they just put out the N word, and it's <laughs> like because because they're like they had like they're like they go hashtag Italian pride. It's like what. That is spelled W O P without papers. Oh, okay. And okay. The, yeah, the person's tweeting. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, JJ, so I gave you the two artists. You may or may not know them. Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, the Stallion, T H E E Stallion. What do you think W A P stands for? No clue. Come on, man. It's a fine. It's an erotic. It's not easy song. to guess, and I know what it is. Like, I know, it's... but JJ. Could you make a guess for WAP? It's vulgar as shit, bro. Vulgar is the most vulgar thing you could think of. I've got a pin of it. (laughs) I I actually do. One of my friends is a sex worker and wrestling announcer. Wonderful ass person. (laughs) Let's go with that one. That's my guess. Wonderful ass person. Actually, no. uh, WAP stands for uh, Wings and Pizza available at Domino's. Order tonight. (laughs) (laughs) No, JJ, I'm sorry uh, to ruin everybody out there, your virgin ears. Oh, oh, Arkham got it. Wet. Says for wet ass pussy. Ah. <laughs> you seem underwhelmed, JJ. Well, yeah, because I thought it was going to be like some new crazy swear that I hadn't heard before. But I'm like, wet? That's G- a puddle is wet. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> to, to be fair, wet ass panochas would be a way better way to go about it. Marcos, how are we not filming that right now? How are we not filming that right now? God damn it. Key, well, I know neither you're of us are animated now. one quarter as sexy as Cardi B. Uh, yeah, you're right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, JJ, let me give you a little bit of taste of the remix here so you can take a, a gander at uh, what has taken the world by storm. I said certified free. Seven days a week. Wet and gushy. Make that- by the way, if you can't hear in the background, the hook of the chorus is there's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Which is my favorite part of the song. 
because it lets you know exactly what the tone of the song is. Pull out game. Weak. I thought it was Splatoon. <laughs> oh man, I was like, is that the gang beast? Is that the goons? Is that what the goons? <laughs> no, but like <laughs> what is this fucking Willy Wonka? No. So uh, so obviously JJ, as you can tell, very vulgar. Very like ass and titties. I want him to I want to suck his dick dry. I want to fuck him every which way. And I know that we're getting way blue way early. That's why I have pre-show underneath this. We'll get to wrestling in a bit. But um, I think I think the people need a little more warning than just pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, fine, JJ. Let me go ahead and fix it for the people. Pre-show. Explicit. <laughs> there we go. Done. Save and pre-show. So nasty. <laughs> There we go. So obviously they're going to town doing their doing the most and like Republicans, women. That's actually my favorite part of it, actually, because I didn't like the song. I do like how people are acting like this is the dirtiest song that to come out and like since Elvis or something. Right. Like there's people like, oh, women have been set back 700 years for the song. (laughs) (laughs) Wap. And I'm like, or whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm still the other one. (laughs) Sorry, Italians. Um, But yeah, it's just like people are losing their mind. Obviously, people got mad that Kylie Jenner is or which whichever is it Kylie? I don't fucking care. But, Why are um, they mad at Kylie? That's one thing I don't get because I'm I just listen to the song. Like she's not singing in it. Oh, they just don't like her. Nobody really likes her. Young children like her and look up to her, and then anybody above like I would say 27 or 26 fucking hates her because she's just like you're getting old if you think a 25 year old is a young child well that's kind of the perspective right like yeah because she's like oh the youngest made millionaire it's like fuck you you're a fucking kardashian you're only famous because your sister fucks somebody or niece or nephew. i don't know the relationship between all of them point is (laughs) stepsister i don't know point is people don't like her uh she i obviously everything's plastic but i can explain it but mostly it's just Young people adore her, and she's very valuable to young people, but old people don't like her. Um, I don't really give a shit, which is... And does she hand someone a Pepsi in this video? I'm not sure if that's the right one. (laughs) (laughs) Because the plastic surgery between the person who handed the Pepsi over and the person walking in leopard skin, I don't know if it's the same person, JJ. They're all the same. They're made (laughs) for the same parts. (laughs) It's like Kang and Kronos. (laughs) And so, you know... So people are losing their minds saying, excuse me, my pussy is dry. Thank you very much. Like, I don't know what the argument is here, but people are losing their shit. Felix, what are your thoughts on this? Because you've showed me many a hilarious women empowerment song. What by basically? Oh, oh God, have you? Uh, uh, hold on. I want to ask JJ and uh, Marco. Have you guys heard uh, Macy Gray's most recent song? No. Do you guys remember? Is that Macy, Macy like um, Game of Thrones Macy? No, 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 that's Maisie Williams. Maisie oh, okay, Gray had right. a song called Bob, 
which came out a few years ago. Beautiful, just absolutely beautiful. But but this song, I mean, I'm go ahead, go ahead. If you if you can, I mean, hey, if you can, it's not my it's not my cup of tea when it comes to music. But hey, you know, people enjoying themselves, people dancing. There's there's songs out there that say way worse. And hey, you know what? Kudos to them for not being subtle because people will be like, oh, music's so dirty these days. It's always been dirty. I mean, let's go back to the 90s. Boys, the men weren't even trying to hide it. They're just like, throw your clothes, throw bitch, your clothes on the floor, on bitch. The floor. <laughs> I don't take my clothes off too. Wow, I like how you made that into a yodel. That's nice. <laughs> See, I, I actually thought the bar, like, for vulgarity, like I'm just being straightforward, was just completely dropped when Akon was like, I just want to fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this, 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 and after, and he sings it in a kind of cute way where it's like, all right, that's everything is on the table after this. Right. And, and, and nobody was like, you know what? Everyone at the time I remember was like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty vulgar. We're still going to fucking dance to it though. <laughs> I'm in hell. We just had sex. <laughs> you already know I wanna fuck you. <laughs> I already know. Girl. Money in the air. And then Snoop kills it. But my problem, or not my problem, but like Mickey Avalon's "My Dick." Like that's a song just about his dick. <laughs> doing it forever. I like guys, that song. guys have been doing it forever. Uh, the Whisper song. Wait, do you see my dick? I'm gonna beat that pussy. Like we've been doing it. So the fact that women are doing it now, people are losing their minds. Uh, Key, Nicki Minaj's song, ass, 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 ass. <laughs> all classic, all classic song. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's the uh, was it a uh, Thugnificent with the booty butt, booty butt, booty butt, booty butt, booty butt, butt That's I, like I know, I know. We're in wrestling. We're, we're in, but we can do this <laughs> next week. Uh, top five vulgar songs. <laughs> yeah, just, that would be, <laughs> I want them big booty, booty bitches. bitches. That's big, my favorite song. That's my favorite song of all time. I actually was looking it up today because it reminded me of it. Um, big booty bitches is the greatest internet song <laughs> of all time. Here it is. It's not Neon Cat. No, no. Fuck <laughs> Neon Cat. Fuck all of it. It's very simple. It's very thick and span. Yep, that's the. This is the club one. So to give you a little bit of preface, I was in a club in L.A. one time, a uh, club party that we threw for my organization. And I walked into the club and this was fucking playing. And I never <laughs> I never went like, yes, so loud because <laughs> everyone like I wasn't drunk. I had just walked into this club and they're like, what's going on? And I'm just hearing this. That's the whole song. I don't even. There's no more. You, you played it at your apocalypse. Somehow you fit it into your apocalypse gear. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> you you asked what would be your apocalypse song, and the me and oh, JJ had like somber song. <laughs> it would be big booty bitches though. It's like it's like if I'm just like rolling up from the wasteland, the, you guys are all on your compound and shit, and just from far away, just I'm just driving just, as a whisper, just. Hey, who's that in the distance? Oh my God, he's here! He's here! And he, we know what he wants. Give him what he wants, and then they give me big booty bitches, and all is right in the world. And then I I'll leave take one bitches, please. Two kinky. <laughs> take the pump, the gasoline. 
and you don't have to walk away. Just give me the big booty bitches, and all your dreams will come true. I don't know that that was from Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know what I was doing there, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, wet ass pussy's got everyone so excited, and the fucked up part. I it, mean, it normally does. <laughs> but now, but now that it's so hot <laughs> in the industry, I, I, it's just weird paradigm because obviously this, and I'm gonna put it, put it nicely because I'm not saying women are whores. I'm saying everybody could be whores. No, this everybody's a, a whore. I would, I would, I would probably like eighty-five percent of people, I, like between tw- eighteen and twenty-five, most people are whores. Like right, eh. and so you're this only is, a whore if you get paid. Ah. Oh, okay, all right. He See, brings up a good counterpoint. There's different whoring. <laughs> like, there's classic vintage whore where you get paid for your uh, wares, and oh, then man, there's like party whores. We're so what? banned on Twitch. I know it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not disparaging whores. We will never do that. We love. I whores. love you, whores. We love whores. <laughs> Sunday Sunday's whoring days in the Gonzalez household. That was uh, what Ian Butcher. It's a. It's a throwback joke. Just go with it. I'll pull the clip later. <laughs> um, but like, we're all missing prime whoring music right now at the clubs and the places of. I was gonna say places of worship. I meant to say places of <laughs> I meant to say places of gathering, yeah. but places of worship too, you know, like <laughs> you, you know how like everyone talks just with coronavirus for the most part, like there's gonna be a gap between like everything's fine and everything's open for the most part. Right. Because I think there's like mathematically there ha- there can't be a new case for two or three weeks and then everything opens up like it does in New Zealand yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, there's probably going to be a music horror gap where it's like, all right, people are excited to go out again. So I'm going to record a new song today that won't come out for two or three months. So that's uh, kind of a funny. <laughs> 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 but here's the thing. Here's the thing that's dangerous about that, Marcos, is that we don't need new whoring music. There's so many classic horror songs that we could just go and get crazy to. Like I said, if I put on the whisper song, I'm getting somebody pregnant. It's just what's going to happen. Whoever lets me. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're getting pregnant. I'm sorry. And, and, and that's just, just going to be the consequences of me being in this goddamn place, of course. And of course, consent is a thing. So I'd have to be like, hey, do you want to get pregnant? Because I'm totally leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> I walk away because that's that's what we do. We also we appreciate whores. And we also appreciate consent here on the Mexicans podcast. So if she's like, yeah, totally get me pregnant or at least try. I'll be like, all right, here goes the good. Whoring with consent. <laughs> His, that is the name of my next acoustic <laughs> album, okay? Pouring with consent. Oh, see, I, th- I thought it was going to be called Boston Cream Pie. Oh my god! <laughs> the chowder. <laughs> JJ, stop it! No. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, JJ, I should call the multiplier because whatever he's given, he just makes more of it. <laughs> this is going to be fucking chaos this episode because Felix is here. Felix is going to say some outlandish shit like that. Clearly, Marcos well, finds that hilarious and encouraging. Boston cream pie, and then JJ is going to say some shit like that. So I actually expect Felix to be the same thing Edward does, where like you'll say something like just 
a safe sentence about wrestling. It's like, oh man, I really like the Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, well, the history of the Stone Cold Stunner. It's actually <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I could. I'm gonna try not. I'm not gonna try not to. And I, I think I've taken a different approach to my list than most other people. I, I already told Sam what I'm gonna do. With my list. <laughs> he made a list and he wasn't on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> he was the, I, okay. I imagine that he like had one already ready, like behind the pins, and it's just in case of Sammy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Tommy's in the Grange with his fucking tire slash. <laughs> Tommy's like, I'm not going to make it. Okay, we're not going to ask any questions. Felix is just there in the Grange slashing his tires. <laughs> this is my pocket. Felix, you, you only heard about an hour ago. How'd you make it to the Grange and back to your studio? Well, Felix, you're in New York, right? Yeah, uh, Rochester. And see, I got it right here. Emergency podcast list. <laughs> 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 so Felix has been like Felix has been listening apparently keeping an eye on our podcast very closely because um I didn't even come up with the topic until yesterday or so. so. I mean it's very rare that you get to actually be in your the cave that you're the most comfortable. Like you posted that meme today. Um that was like a black portal. It's like, oh, when you're deep in a conversation with someone that gets your shit kind of yeah. thing. And I know what it's like because Edward is like, yeah, I'm not going to tune into the podcast. But for like five hours, I was like, what about this move? What about this move? Because he's really excited about it. And then right. it would be like you making a list about me making a list about music. You making a list about California. Uh, JJ making a list about video games. Like It's like you rarely get to actually be in your cave and be like, no, I'm really excited about this. Like this is my thing. Well, this is Felix's thing, and he <laughs> he literally poofed himself into the sky. <laughs> so you know what? I, I think we're done with the pre-show. I don't. I, I mean, unless you guys have anything else to say about uh, wings and pizza. Actually, is it cool wings. if I go grab some? Uh, go grab some uh, water real quick. Go grab some water. I'll go ahead, and uh, I probably should grab some water too. But um, yeah, just leave the two, theme running. Two minute hiatus. <laughs> What two minute hiatus? I, I can't do it, uh, and I don't trust you guys to to bring the funny. I mean, just leave the the theme music playing. Play. Oh, I have no music. Uh, here's what I got. Um, so yeah, I was showing JJ before we got on. Is that? Um, oh, my by music- the way, random sentence. This is going to be a three sentence conversation. Hopefully, started watching Hentified, like you recommended. Hentified, yeah, yeah. Didn't know it was depressing. Oh, yeah, no. I thought it was cute. Like, Kim's convenience store is cute. Like, oh, we're an Asian family that owns a store. And I was like, cool, this is going to be Mexican people that own a taco. No, no. <laughs> no. Within, like, Hentified. five minutes, you're showing a late bill. Like, you're like, oh, no. Oh, it gets worse. There's <laughs> gay bashing. There's uh, deportation. There's mariachis. Like, it's, it gets bad, man. I'm not saying mariachis are inherently bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the scene countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, aka the Excellence, totally prepared and totally with my sound effects and my noise and my music. And joining me today, a new challenger for this specific one, but the regular challengers, of course, to my 
right on screen, we have <laughs> what is he doing? <clears throat> JJ, why are you miming? Wait, is your mic off? We literally can't hear you. I thought that was. Oh. I thought that was. A There's a button a bit, for sure. There's a button. Was that a, was that a gimmick or was that for real? What? No, yeah, I forgot. There's a button that mutes me. <laughs> Fair enough. So JJ, go ahead and do it's that. My, my greatest nemesis, the mute button. Well, everybody's JJ. Everybody's hi JJ. And then uh, beneath JJ to the kind of downward angle, we have. MJ, hi guys, how's everybody doing? We're here to get weird. I mean, I was hoping we won't get that weird, but if we get weird, it happens. Uh, I mean, just I'm hoping we can make it through this podcast without getting too in deep with the Dark June events that happen. Really, Dark June events. We'll circle back to that later. <laughs> Fair enough. And lastly, I didn't make a banner for you. Um, uh... Oh man, it's got to be a rainbow banner too. Got to put in that extra work. Fuck it, it's too late. Felix, it's Felix, everybody. How's it going, our Felix Finch here? Felix, uh, Frisco Flame, and I'm here to talk about wrestling. He's here to talk <laughs> about wrestling. Hold on, there you go. There you go. It's Felix Frisco Flame. I don't know why it's so conversational the way I put that, but fuck it. Look him up, find him. So on today's show, we are talking about our top five wrestling finishers now i i don't know why i picked this to be honest i think the reason why is jj marco independently are huge wrestling fans felix you're an actual wrestler but when me and you used to run together you wrestled and then i was just doing other things and not watching you wrestle so you were off in your own way but then jj and marcos were like hey we're gonna watch wrestling do you want to hang out and i'm like new friends of course and so then i just started going (laughs) <laughs> I started watching more wrestling and I started learning about the differences between like AEW and New Japan and Old Japan and uh, <laughs> Koreatown and all the new wrestling. So, so like my thing is like I don't like wrestling. I liked wrestling as a, as a youth. So as a kid, I think everyone has an age gap between about the ages of five and 12 where it's like you can like wrestling. Fuck it. I liked wrestling. And then there's a certain point where you just go into wrestling or you opt out. So in the weird transition, I opted out of wrestling, got into anime, and then went from anime, and I went out. And I'm pulling you back into both. (laughs) That's not exactly how it works. So wrestling is actually more niche in the sense of, like, it's like South Park. Everybody was into South Park at a certain point. Then you leave it, and you either never come back or you get into it. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is what I loved about wrestling or South Park. Right. But like as JJ mentioned, JJ was like, wait, you can do both? I have the power! So he just harnessed <laughs> both of them. Felix was like, wrestling, you say? I want to do that. <laughs> so then Mar- and then Marcos, um, I don't know where your transition was. It always like, I like wrestling and then you just kept with it? Or No, I, I had the exact thing that I'm talking about where I thought wrestling got... I, I mean, everyone was into wrestling at the same point, probably the Attitude Era, Stone Cold, so on and so forth. Right. Then I just left and focused on myself for the most part. And then it was actually New Japan that kind of got me back into it through Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, this is more... So they the way they fight for the most part in Japan is called strong style because it just hurts more. Like it, <laughs> you, can, right. you can hear it. Uh-huh. 
Felix already wants to correct me, but correction, do the hand clap like you just did. If you want for to the correct. most part, it was just watching Shinsuke in the WWE where it was like, oh, it's there's more than just so the way that re- God, I'm getting into it. Uh, the way wrestling is described by people today for the most part is like, oh, it's just overweight bodybuilders kind of trying to slam each other in the 90s and in the attitude era. Right. Uh, whereas now it's a lot more athletic. It's a lot more there. There's storytelling being told in the middle of the ring. There's uh, so many aspects of it where not only did Shinsuke drop me in, it kind of drew me in as a marketing gimmick where it was like, God, it must be exhausting to make a story every day, every week for, because WWE has three shows. Well, four shows, if you count main event that you have to write for and make stories for all year. There is in no days, off season. Days of our lives, well, as the world turns, all those soap operas have been Even going Even Days of Our year. Lives has an off period where it's like the ne- days of our lives will return in five months. Like, there is no off WWE. So that's kind of like, God, that's got to be really an interesting. I would be more interested in being a writer than it would be to be a wrestler. Well, that's nice to know. We're not talking about writing. We're talking about fighting. And that's why I bring up what I thought would be interesting because you're all into wrestling. Tommy was just older than us. So I was figuring he was bringing some 80s moves perhaps, but he's not here. (laughs) And Felix is here. And so I know Felix, as someone who has been on the dealing end and on the dealt end of these moves, uh, you had a certain threshold that you were going to use. So I'm going to start with mine real quick about the... criteria i used and then i'll go kind of in a circle but felix already told me is actually you know what, felix, i'll let you start with your criteria for your top five okay so my criteria because this isn't going to be about how flashy the move is this isn't going to be about how like over the move is this is going to be about what which of these moves will actually like fuck you up and can you easily pull off in public so basically anything that i've been able to use as a security guard was fair game I work security in a casino gotcha. in Reno, and everything that I've put in here, I've used on at least one individual. <laughs> so, so Felix is using the wrestling the practicality. Real. <laughs> yeah, wrestling is real mode. Where Felix, you had a, I think you had a shirt that said uh, "Gravity's re- uh, Wrestling's Fake, Gravity's Real," or is that a shirt you found? Because that was a great. That's idea. a common expression no, I, for the most part. I haven't. Uh, no, no, uh, it's a phrase I used to say all the time. It was never a shirt. I just say you can't fake gravity can't fake gravity so that's that's going into this way we can go and uh keys in the chat my wrestling knowledge spans from about 96 to 2009 that's when i was playing the games on n64 and ps2 yeah i honestly think that was it raw versus smackdown 2011 is the best wrestling game of all time mostly because it's the only i like all stars probably the most but that's just a dumb game <laughs> all stars so much fun like hey i agree with you I like arcadey wrestling games, like the old WrestleMania game in the arcade, where Undertaker would actually like pull out a tombstone and hit people in yeah, the head, yeah. or going through the clown would have an electric shock hand. Right, you could right. punch turkeys out of Yokozuna, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got people in your Texan Red Wolf spear because Edge is best. <laughs> I like the lack. Well, of on this day, you'll see clearly what we're doing. Oh, Texan yeah. Red Wolf. Hey, how you doing? I actually oh. know who that is. All right. Well, we're going to bring a Felix's fandom in this piece. Well, my criteria is actually uh, five different style of moves. So I wanted a short and quick move. So like the ones where it's like you could pop it off, bang, it's done. And it's like, oh, my God, he's done. I liked power. So something that's just earth shattering. Uh, long. So something that's like has a lot of fanfare, a lot of weight. Uh, high flying. 
So I wanted something from the top rope or off of something incredibly high. And then I wanted grapple and or submission. So one of them is going to be making somebody tap out with force. Uh, JJ, did you have a specific criteria that you used? It's mostly just whatever I would pop for. Like if I saw this move, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> um, Marco? My thing was just trying to build like an overall move set. Like we're making a video game character for the most part. Okay. Edward did have a lot of questions of like, does he just mean finishers or does he mean like any moves? I meant finishers or special moves. So anything with a name. So if you can name it and not talk about like a general move, like an ankle lock, like that was a signature, but it's an ankle lock. I'm talking about like named finishers that are associated with either one or two people because apparently uh a lot of finishers get recycled i've discovered in my research so yeah because i mean there's only so many ways you can punch a person (laughs) but there are many ways (laughs) i think you can make more i think you can make more is what i'm saying but i guess i'll start because i'm the noob and then we'll go to jj marco or jj marco and then felix because felix will be uh (laughs) everything's real list so my number five we're going back early 90s, potentially late 80s. Now, one of the reasons why I know this move so well, because my brother did it to me a lot. And, <laughs> and being, being the younger brother, it's like, all right, this kind of hurts a little bit, but I think I'll be okay. This one was one of the ones where it's like, it hurts a little bit. Oh, my God, now it hurts a lot. Ow, brother, tap. And I tap, tap because it hurt. My number five, the famous Bret Hart sharpshooter. Let's play some clips. This is some really funny music for it, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's like not even his theme or anything. Look at that. That shit looks like it hurts. These are his greatest. Oh, reversal. My brother. Oh, my God. This is weird music. What the fuck? (laughs) I can't concentrate to this. That is just such a sweet move. You just sit into it. You lean into it. And it hurts, man. It's effective. And this was going on my... um, my grapple slash lock. The sharpshooter. Uh, rope. Oh, done. It hurts. I love it. There's nothing more to it than that, man. I mean, this list is going to be that. It's just like, I like it. But like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm glad it's not on any of yours' lists. Um, there's a couple of obvious ones that are going to be probably on somebody's list. Or maybe not. Maybe I assume that you guys like Attitude Era and maybe you guys, you went out, uh, outside of it, but. The sharpshooter, I want to say, is probably it's that and the walls of Jericho. I was put into the most by my brother. I don't, I actually think uh, the sharpshooter's pre attitude era because it would be yeah because yeah, yeah. the attitude era is kind of marked by the, the Montreal screw job. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, I, I and I remember watching wrestling one time in Fresno. I was real little. They had like a cage match because they they would go. Fresno's one of the major markets for WWE. So I went one time as a kid and I was like, this is amazing. I love it. And then that was it. But I didn't remember saying Pyro. Huh? Do you have Pyro? Like when you want to watch it? I couldn't remember. I must have been five years old. I just they they probably didn't have Pyro. I must have been a foam finger. I remember I remember getting a foam finger of Brett the Hitman Hart. That's why he's also on the list, I think. But um, that's my number five. Like I said, this list is going to be rapid fire unless you have amazing stories. A lot of mine are just, my brother did it to me. <laughs> or, <laughs> it's like a big ouchie. So that's my list. Number five, Bret Hart's sharpshooter. JJ, what is your number five? My number five, uh, I'm coming in with a heavy hitter. I want to put my cousin Paco on this list. So it is the muscle buster. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
keep in mind, I don't know what these are. Uh, I, I just sent you a, a YouTube link on the private there chat. There we go. So, so I have this theory. Sorry, Fly. Oh yeah, I have this it. theory that my cousin Paco is really Samoa Joe in secret. Like that's his wrestling <laughs> alias. Because if you look at pictures from Paco when he was younger, and you look at Samoa Joe, they're the same dude. Oh no! <laughs> All right, so here's the muscle back muscle. injury. Has that could be that 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 insane black hole slam that Abyss gave him. Oh my god! Muscle Buster already! Oh my god! Oh no! I think I would is- pop so hard for this. <laughs> if you guys, uh, this is definitely a show that you're gonna want to watch as opposed to listen to. It's on Twitch. Get us on every place you can see things. This, this move's banned in the WWE, by the way. By the way, yeah. I, am, I am sending you a... Uh, by the way, JJ, you are true to form here. Sammy, I'm sending you a different link of this move, and you'll see why. I'm, I'm sending you a different link of this move after we watch this guy do so, like, So it's he's just got a ball, a guy curled up in a ball over his shoulder. This guy's got to be 260 pounds on top of him. Slams him down the cell of just popping up dead. That's vicious, man. Yeah, Sammy, uh, pull up the link I, I showed you because this is also another reason JJ might have picked it. Oh, let me see. I, I'm gonna pull it up right. Oh, now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> anime. Yeah, Kiniku Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, would you dare say that that was before Samoa Joe's version, that anime? Uh, yes. God damn it, In man. the States on Fox Kids, it was Ultimate Muscle. Right, right, right. Never seen Pokemon <laughs> Samoa Joe in the same room. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Every time I text Paco and Samoa Joe's in a match, he doesn't reply. Then... <laughs> uh, Paco does definitely look like Samoa Joe. The Muscle Buster. I hope you guys are writing these down because I want to make a list of these. So the yeah. Muscle Buster, you're number five, JJ. L- seriously, if I don't know about it, I'm going to be so shocked and awed by all of these. So um, <laughs> I think this is more of a show and tell for me versus for the and for the people out there who may not give a shit about wrestling. Uh, you could definitely find some entertainment in the physicality because we're all just dudes being bros here. There's a small percentage of women. But if you are a woman out there, let it be known. Show us in the chat that you exist. And then everybody else who's a creepy person, don't be creepy to them. So, uh, Marco, what is your number five? So uh, just kind of reworked my list just with whatever it's going. Um, So my favorite wrestling, because I'm Mexican, was obviously Luchador for Mm -hmm. when I was little. Uh, That's been incorporated to a whole bunch of different styles. So my number five is The Come Up by Leo Rush, which is a reversal. And I just sent it. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, uh, it's gonna be, if you guys got links, I'd make it. There's gonna be a lot of doing that. If you guys got links, I'd make my life a whole lot easier. It's an 11 second clip, straight to the point. It's a reversal. All right, let's see here, and bring it up. Oh, way up there! Precarious position. Oh, the right. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I watched that again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, Marco. That shit is tight. So why why does this make your list? Because does he do uh, this a lot? Uh, so he doesn't wrestle right now for the most part. Uh, but uh, yeah, that would be his reversal for the uh, for the most bit. 
Uh, he would throw it in whenever it was like he needed to revo- reverse something off the ropes. Uh-huh. And then it's just a variation of the stunner. Like, it, how could you make the stunner cooler when the watching Stone Cold doing it? Oh, throw some athleticism into it. Because that uh, Leo Rush is amazing to watch. It's sad that he's probably going to retire here in the next, or if he hasn't already. Why? Because he's old or what? Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, his moniker last year was the 24-year-old piece of gold. So, no, I wouldn't say he's old. It's just he pisses a lot of people off. Oh, and then... <laughs> I wish well, I had to I've got some heat with Leo from the Indies. So <laughs> Leo Rush is basically a, a wide receiver from the NFL, and I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, He's Terrell Owens. Oh, wait that that that'd be enough to get you kicked out of wrestling? If no one wants to hire out. you, <laughs> again, it's, it's, yeah. he's Terrell Owens. It's not that. <laughs> He nobody wants him. It's that nobody wants to deal with him. Mm, Terrell Antonio, Antonio Brown to this Antonio day Brown last year was like, "Hey man, I can still play." And everyone was like, "That's great, Terrell." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chad Ochocinco wants to play for the Raiders. I'm okay with that. But uh, would you, you know what? Would you hire Terrell? Would I hire? Yeah, if you were the Raiders GM. Like, oh no, not... he's too old. What? He's too old. I would take Ocho Cinco for sure. Chad Johnson, I would, but I wouldn't go with T.O. Because fuck T.O. Because he's a cowboy. Fuck him. Felix. He's a lot of things. What? All right. So, number five. So, again, we're going back into uh, we're going back into the things that you can actually do to people. And one time I had to kind of go interfere with a friend whose uh, boyfriend was causing issues. And the police told me that I was able to defend myself until the threat was either eliminated or subdued. Apparently my choice. So I'm going to start out with what I used to subdue the threat. And I'm going to show you, uh, send you a video of Roddy Piper actually showing how it's really done. This is the classic sleeper hold. You can see it anywhere. Pretty much anybody can do it. And it is quick and effective. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was going to be in the ring. This is just another <laughs> one. No, no, no. <laughs> this is Roddy Piper giving someone a sleeper roll. Hey, it's simple, it's effective. Just cut off blood from the cro- uh, cut off blood from the carotid arteries. You're good. Why is Roddy Roddy Piper doing that in a bar? And why do you know of this video? <laughs> because it has four thousand views in ten years. <laughs> so there's an aspect of carnyism in wrestling. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh huh. And so the other thing is, there's you can definitely, if you were even a slightly successful wrestler, it's like, hey, can you hit me with your finisher? And I'll pay you 50 bucks. Not only are you going to hit him, he's going to pay you to do it. Like, that happens all the time, really. Yeah, if, if you were at WrestleMania in New Orleans, there are people that just go down the street hitting finishers on each other. Like, there's this dude dressed as Stone Cold <laughs> who's going around, like, giving people stunners, and the people would sell stunners. People would, like, sell sweet chin music. Someone would go up, do the do the do the leg drop, or just give a big boot. 
it just looks like a real life double dragon in the whole fucking street. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I regret because the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania are two like holidays for wrestling for the most part. Like there's little miniature wrestling events both throughout the city kind of thing. If people are double dragoning in the street, like Felix says. So I've always wanted to go and I regret not going to the Royal Rumble in Houston this year. Knowing that I would be locked down the other nine months, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "I want to go." Yeah. Like, nah, I can go another time. But what? Yeah, tickets go? are expensive. Little did I know, I'd be saving a crap ton of money this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, bro, huh. Donald Trump's gonna write you three a three thousand dollar check this year. You can buy whatever you want in January. He's not gonna write me a three thousand dollar check. <laughs> Two stimulus checks. The next one's coming next week, probably or whatever. Uh, Allegedly. 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 No, Texas is gonna have to have a lot of gaming chairs. So, guys <laughs> <laughs> on an ultra wide screen right now. So, <laughs> stimulus is doing okay. Actually, that's my work from home. I, I work a very basic <laughs> computer job, but I bought a, I, I bought a, a two hundred hertz, thirty inch wide screen HD monitor <laughs> to do to do practical busy work. Okay, I need to see my text. In high resolution at 20, uh, 200 hertz. Anyway, a refresh rate, man. Like, refresh rate. you can't see numbers, JJ, the same. <laughs> uh, totally not to do with gaming at all. None at all. But that is your number five, Felix. <laughs> Sleeper hold. Yeah, my it's simple. It's effective. My number yeah. four, though, is another one from the early 90s pre attitude era. This is another one that this was done on me when I was small. Obviously, I was only small for about four or five years before. It's like, oh, my God, this kid's heavy. But this was specifically a pool move where you throw this person into the pool. This is going to be my power move because holy crap, does it take a lot of power to execute? And holy crap, does it it fucking hurts a lot. My number five is Razor Ramon. Razor's Edge. Uh. I love it. Oh, that's great execution. And fuck you. <laughs> That's what I made my list if I remembered it. Yeah, I was thinking about putting it on my list actually. It's just one like, fact. Did you know no one ever kicked out of the Razor's Edge? I have never yeah. He wouldn't use it if he knew who's going to lose. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a very simple thing, but you're just holding it above. Your whole soul is in his hands. And then he's just like, I'm going to lean forward and let gravity do the work. And like the way it's supposed to look is that he's landing on their spine and breaking their neck. Obviously, that one is a little lazy, but I love it. What's up, Felix? No. Uh, so one of my first matches in California, because in California, I got a reputation for like people hated me at first. And then they realized I can take pretty much anything and pop right back up. Well, this- <laughs> <laughs> So... In these twins, they put me up. He they go, hey, you can take a razor's edge, right? And he's like, razor's edge. He calls it, puts me up, and then he goes and yeets me over the top rope out of the ring onto a stage, which does not have padding, or it's just a metal and wooden stage. So he just throws me over the top rope to the outside onto a stage. And dude, that that thing uh, that thing was solid. It's like. <laughs> it's like my, my it's like i kicked myself like my knees hit my forehead oh. <laughs> oh my god guys i hate to be gross 
but I looked up laughing and there's like fucking giant cockroach on my ceiling. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I mean, it's Texas. <laughs> I know they're all over the place everywhere, but it's on my ceiling. And I want to kill it. By the way, what's going to fly at you? I hope not. That's why I want to kill it. But it's on my well, what, what's up with Texas and them not caring? Like, it's like, uh, it's like, dude, there's a bunch of crickets in here. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, I don't. Perfect opportunity for La Cucaracha. No, it's not, Key. No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've just never get. Uh, I hate cockroaches. I just. Crickets are lucky, I thought. Uh, crickets are just annoying. I don't mind crickets. Uh, cicadas, though. Fuck cicadas. Um, yeah, but well, I don't see crickets when I'm, you know, just having some IHOP. <laughs> Arkham's in there. Burn it. I just want to hit it with my shoe, but I need to stand up for that to happen. So, uh, JJ, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce very, 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 very slowly your number four. Ah, not That's not what I want. <laughs> All right. It's just the us show. Come on, JJ. What's your number four? Is JJ frozen? JJ's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's super frozen. There you go. I'm back. back. <laughs> oh man, I thought this was a game of Last Man Standing. Get out of here, JJ. You're number four. My number four. All right, so this one could totally kill someone, but like, it, I, it, it's the Burning Hammer. It's, it's just the Burning Hammer. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you actually brought in the Burning Hammer. Hell All yes, right. I brought the Burning Hammer. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. A solid choice there. Uh, I only put it in because I had stopped playing wrestling games for a very long time. And then I think in WWE 2K16, I was like, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to play because it, it was 20 bucks. And I created a wrestler. And for some reason, even though it's a banned WWE move, it's a selectable finisher. So I really. Yeah, I, I I chose it for my created wrestler, and I was like, "This is gonna be ridiculous." A five foot, like Rey Mysterio sized dude, burning, hammering everything. <laughs> and Bro, I'm imagining World of Warcraft. I, 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 I don't know what a burning hammer when he gets exactly. back. Yeah, so you basically hold someone up like in the torture rack, and then you slam them on their neck. So you can oh, totally okay. kill someone with. That's what um, Hiromu does, doesn't he? Kind of. Uh, no, no, his is a bit different. Uh, this this one you might have seen by Brian Kendrick, uh, surprisingly, yeah. uh, on 205 Live or during the Cruiserweight Classic. But uh, I, I, it's the last thing I put in, Sammy. That's the burning hammer. Yeah, That's no, the he, uh, first. He's yeah. coming at the pre-show where he's like, oh, yeah, it could kill somebody for real. <laughs> <laughs> Killing something, I killed that fucking roach. You're welcome. Did you burning hammer it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is another move nobody ever kicked out of. Yeah. Like, it, and yeah. it was only delivered ever 13 times. Oh, sorry. Uh, six times. So, I mean, like, so the problem is that if someone were to land on their neck, is that? Or, like, they landed oh. face down? Like, what's the, what's the deadly part of this? Or the very... Landing on your neck. Gravity? Yeah. And your yeah. spine? I mean, he kind of like there's the the margin for error for this move is very very slim. Like, uh, like there's an element. Way, the of, guy receiving this move, he eventually died after taking a regular uh, suplex because of how much damage had been done to his neck over time. Uh, here is a wrist clutch burning hammer. Let's see if this is any better. Oh, same dude. 
And that is a very small margin of error. That is very true. So Japan style wrestling is really different. Like they actually train their neck muscles a lot. Like they do a lot of neck exercises because it's like, hey, bro, get ready. You're going to land on your neck whenever we start. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's fucking dead. No, he, he, he literally is fucking dead. At this point, yes, Felix, we get it because of the way life works. But the burning, the burning hammer allowed in a video game, because why not? <laughs> yeah, but the other part that made it funny is that it was still like the created wrestler. So I had to level him up. I could literally deliver the burning hammer three times, and they would kick out three fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, key. I didn't even know Japan had wrestling. <laughs> so there we are. The Japanese love their muscled supermen, all right? Leave them alone. That is your number four, JJ. I swear to God, if there's any more cockroaches on my ceiling, I'm going to fight them. Um, well, you have a new move to try out on them now. <laughs> Come on. So, uh, Marco. What is I, I, your I'm actually four? kind of ashamed that I have to follow a move that could actually kill you with a really safe move. Um, but uh, going back to what JJ said of what makes your list, this is something that um, would make me it did make me pop for the longest time. And then Edward actually told me the secret to the move. Uh, and also is another problematic wrestler, uh, Marty Skrulls. Explain pop for the people listening out there because I barely know what it means. You get really excited. There we go. Just because you're gonna say it a few, I feel a few more times. So for the layman out there, pop means to get really excited. So go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Marty Skrull's finger break. It's also a reversal. I mean, you could use Pete Dunn if you're if you think uh, if you think Marty Skrull's too problematic. <laughs> this uh, is true because Pete Dunn is clean as fuck. <laughs> wait. Oh, he breaks someone's fingers for real. Is that real? Well, play it and then I'll explain it. All right. Let's take a look. Is this it? As Ward chips and points it with the finger. Is that the move you're talking about? That is the move I'm talking about, but if you go to the clip that I'm showing, you can hear it. Oh, no, I don't want to hear it. No, (laughs) just trust me. I'll explain afterwards. There's a secret to it. Uh, I don't want to hear fingers breaking. It's not fun for me. This is also the the coolest finger snap he probably ever did. <laughs> oh. Well, we found the cavalry. Everyone gets quiet. Found the umbrella. Oh! <laughs> 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 the no. <laughs> Do not want that in my life. Ah. Uh. So do you want to, the magic explained? Do you want to look behind the curtain now? Yes, please. Okay, it hurts the person doing it. It doesn't hurt the person. When you go like this, you're hitting your ribs so hard it makes that sound. Oh. Like, yeah. Clapping. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts everything. I don't like it. angry. <laughs> <laughs> What's that But it's called? really cinematic and it looks really cool, but yeah, it doesn't hurt. What's the name of the move? It's just a finger break. The finger break. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go back to killing people on their necks. I think <laughs> it's way cooler, but it doesn't. I mean, like I was saying, until I explained the magic behind it, it looked cool. No, it didn't look cool. It's just like a guy breaking a guy's finger. It's just like, <laughs> it looked like something I don't want to have happen to me. But then again, Felix, you could definitely break someone's finger in real life to get them into submission. But for your number four, what is the real life move that you would do to put somebody oh. in submission and or inflict the, the harshness? Okay, now, uh, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, TNA used to be a weekly show. It was, uh, but it was weekly pay-per-view. So every Wednesday you'd have to buy it unless you had a black box which I may or may not have had, and you can get every channel. I was just talking about uh, talking about that to someone earlier today. For those children who don't know what the black box is, uh, before digital cable, mind you, Felix, this is how old we are. We were before digital cable and television. Uh, there's children out there like, what? Everything is digital all the time. No, it used to be fucking hard cables of analog, whatever magic goes into there. But part of that analog wonder was that the the high the paid channels the hbo's the cinemax and things of that spice whatever right (laughs) (laughs) a box and i don't know where we got these boxes i don't know from which shady uncle or how (laughs) but it was just a black box and and most of them were straight up black you plug in your cable into it and then you plug the tv out and it would give you those channels for free so imagine getting like free HBO, free pay-per-views, so on and so forth. That's how I watched most of the wrestling I've watched in my life on the pay-per-views was through the illegal black box. Yeah, it, it was it was basically Fire Stick, but old school. Exactly. That'd be the perfect <laughs> way to put the old original Fire Stick. And you could find other pay-per-views and other uh, adult things as well there. But Felix, back to your point for your black box. But uh, so there was this guy named Monty Brown back in TNA. And Monty Brown, former football player, I thought he had one of the coolest moves ever called the pounce. And I just sent you a compilation. But then later on, uh, after after you see a couple of these, I'm actually going to send you what I think is like one of the best ones recently that was done. So, yeah, Monty Brown, it, it's, it's just it's so simple. He just rebounds somebody and then you charge the fuck out of him. So, ready, both hands and just boom, just trick him. It was just the hit stick? I would just call that the hit stick. What is yeah. it called? The, uh, it's called the pounce. the pounce. That might have been before the hit stick existed, but that's a good name for this move for I mean, someone to use next year. So you yeah. go against the rope. Wow, that octagon yep. is and weird. Just, boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's so simple. I love it. Yeah, and uh, if and if you want to see a nice variation, this happened earlier this year, and this is probably the best the move has ever looked. Let me see. Uh, this is another big black man from Texas named Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <And> my God. <laughs> Sorry. I, the clip autoplayed. Let's take a look. <laughs> By the way, I, looked, I love the look on the girl's face that happened in front of That's one of my friends, Tara. That ha- <laughs> That's one of my friends. That was in front of you. <laughs> That's your friend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One frame he's in bounds, and then the next frame he's out. <laughs> that is intense. Like I said, I was between this and the spirit because all it is is you're just trucking the person full speed. That's, it's it's so simple, no skill involved at all. I mean, there's skill involved. You got to sell that, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
That's just layers. That's not even a move. It's just I'm gonna lay this guy out. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna impose my will on this person, and there's nothing you could do about it. What's that called? The pounce? Yeah, pounce. So pounce. That's my number four. Number four. Well, that brings me to my number three. Now this, this is, gonna is be, going fast. This could be an hour long podcast, or an hour and a half into it. So we still got three more between all of us, and 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 we like to talk. So my number three is my high flyer. Now I didn't. I might not want to take away from JJ's. I'm pretty sure the one I was thinking of might be on his list. So I had to go with one of the stupidest sounding names, but I love saying it as a kid. I love doing it off the top of my bunk bed when I was like five years old. And I am talking about one of two boys. <laughs> Hardy boys, I'm talking about. <laughs> or three, I'm sorry, is the goddamn Swanton Bomb. Oh, yeah, this is, this is like a weird music video. Because my favorite thing about this move, obviously, is just he does the finger things. He's got the arm sleeves, and he just flips on something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing about the move. But the thing I like about most is, one, that last second flip. The fact that it's at the very last moment, he's just like, and I'm going to rotate now. And then he lands on him. The second part about it is that every time he fucking did this, or half the time anyway, he would like g- act like his ribs were hurt, like right there, where it's like, this guy doesn't give a fuck about his life or limb. He's just giving himself to the swanton. Whatever the fuck a swanton is, I don't know. But the fact that every night he was just like, I'm going to flip on these people. This is my move, and I'm going to do it from ungodly heights. It's just my favorite. I love it. It's so simple. So was it Matt or Jeff Felix that had the problem of his spine fusing to his pelvis? Because uh, that was of- Matt. Okay. Yeah, that Matt, and I think that's uh, a lot of times because of the twist of fate, or not twist of fate. Uh, it was his leg drop that. That's why he doesn't do his leg drop anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and so this is the one of the biggest ones. I forgot. I watched this live. I don't know what event this was, uh, but this is one of his bigger ones. But all the fake refs are like, no, don't do it. And I was watching this live, like, oh my god, he's gonna die. And, and now looking at it, <laughs> so my favorite thing about these kind of moments is Shane McMahon throwing himself off ungodly heights just to show his dad that he loves him. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Trump. And so, like this whole this whole thing, he's up there. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and everyone's like, yeah. Fucking do it. And then they just cut to the camera on the ground. It's like, oh my God. Is that a jump head? No, that's not a jump head. No, there was a dude underneath that. And it's like, name jump head. <laughs> it's just so incredible. <laughs> oh, God damn it. God. But it's just like, it's so amazing. To see just the guy be like, yeah, I'm so extreme, and then just flip off of something high. Exactly, Felix has got it. I don't even I don't know. thing. I don't know. I, 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 he originated the arm sleeves before they became popular in sports. I also value that as well. <laughs> Trendsetter over here. Uh, it's like honestly, uh, best business hot topic ever had. No shit. Right? <laughs> sleeves that are tattered. Sign me up. I want those. <laughs> but that's my number three, the Swanton Bomb. JJ, what is your number three? My number three, uh, also a high-flying move, but uh, could also kill people, because apparently that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> JJ likes this list to be 
a little touch of death. Because <laughs> number um, three, hanging from the ring and then going over and then falling off. It's the only tag team move on my list. Oh, no. It's the Doomsday Device from the oh, Road Warriors. <laughs> Let's see what that looks like. Did you send me a link? Uh, no, you I did not. I can, though. That's fine. No, that's fine. They got, oh, we got a compilation. It's only 33 seconds. Why must everybody put shitty music behind these clips? Uh, I just love the title cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty badass. Yep. Oh, a the double. Ro- <laughs> that's a gift. You might also remember this from Fast Five when The Rock and Vin Diesel do it to the bad guy in Fast Five. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they flip. That's there. That's the way you tell it. I enjoy. What is that called again? The, the, the doomsday, doomsday device. device. I want to see if doomsday device. <laughs> fast and furious. I know they did it in one of them. It's probably not fast five though. Uh, no, nah, it's just the trailer. Nope. Doomsday device. So w- why does that make your list? Is it just because it's just obviously high flying with a little bit of like little brother actions? Like I'm going to carry the bad guy and you're going to hit the bad guy. Yeah, that's kind of like what I always dug about it. Like, because really, it's just a clothesline from up high. Like, it's right. not a super complex move. It's still dangerous as fuck to take because you can't see where you're landing. But, um, but yeah, I just always liked that whole like it's an actual tag team move. You need two people to pull this off. You right. can't just do it on your own. Um, like to tie this back to video games, there was a. Super Mario game called Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Uh It was on the Game Boy Advance. But the gimmick of that game was that all of their... Yes. Thank you, Juan. (laughs) (laughs) The gimmick of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga was that Mario and Luigi actually had tag team moves. Like Mario would pick up Luigi and they would like jump together and both land on the enemy or whatever. Right. Um, But yeah, that's, that's really just what I liked about it. That it's... This is an actual tag team move. There we go. The Doomsday Device. Also a great name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> a great name for a great move. From the Legion <laughs> of Doom. With the never-ending <laughs> <Earth> trip. <laughs> love that game. So there we go. Super Mario. Marco, what is your number three? So now I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. So the finger break is all thematic. This one really hurts a lot based on what I know about it. Uh, it's just Alistair Black's Black Mass. Oh, oh, simple, quick, to the point. Nice. Black Mass or Mask? I read the link. M-A-S-S. Oh, oh yeah. I, no, I just want to know the name of it because that just sounds intriguing. Oh, no, I skipped too far ahead. Oh, I see. Super anti-copyright. Is it that kick? <laughs> yeah, it's just a kick. It's oh, all shit. that's all it is. But it's the kind of like the because it, it's a finisher. Like it's so. It's <laughs> 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 just a mean thing. So yeah, so part of it is lifting him up with your boot. Yeah, well, that's not cool. always, but it that's how it looks the coolest. It took me actually a little bit to find this clip. And it's still <laughs> super copyrighted. Roundhouse <laughs> kick to the face. Are these all the same? Yeah, they're all his finisher. Oh, okay, I want to see another one. Because I could have just kept watching that one oh, over and good. over. Let's see here. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all super hyper-cutted for copyrights, but... Oh, my God. That is just... That's just a fucking roundhouse. That's a, that's a Chuck Norris roundhouse kick to the face. That is what it is, but... 
At least on the other other end of the spectrum, Aleister Black is probably the most progressive WWE star. In what way? Um, he's married to a Hispanic chick, and all he does is post about Black Lives Matter and all this. He won't refuses to go to Saudi Arabia. Well, actually, he's also banned from Saudi Arabia. How did he get but, banned from Saudi Arabia? Um, I think it was think something along the lines where he has like. I think it's like ironically, like he has like a burning cross or something tattoo, but Saudi Arabia was like, he has a cross tattoo. He he can't come in here. <laughs> Fine Saudi Arabia, have it your way. <laughs> well, that I mean it's a kick to the face or a pile draft to the face. That's a solid number three. Can't beat kicks to the face. Felix. Okay, in so real life, can you beat a, a, a kick to the face with your number three? It's kind of funny that uh he mentions that because this one's going to be a twofer. One I've pulled. Uh, it's the same wrestler. One of these I've pulled off, and one of them I've had done to me, and it's the only time, despite being a heavyweight boxer in the Navy, I've ever been legitimately knocked out. But uh, <laughs> first, the one that I've pulled, I've pulled off on people in actual fights, and it's funny when you do because people notice it. Is the RKO? I sent you a link. <laughs> when you actually hit somebody with an RKO out of nowhere, it is one of the best things ever just because of the reaction it gets from literally anybody who's around. Felix, how do you sneak up on anybody? No, well, what it, what it is normally oh, the, like, uh, the way the way I've pulled it off is someone swings at me, I just dodge the punch and then hit it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a fun move in general. I mean, of all the lists I looked like for kind of reference, this is the only one I want to say post 2000 that makes most top five lists. Like it is a instant classic of a finisher for sure. Yeah. So and then you've actually got knocked out doing. Okay. So I haven't been knocked out doing. Uh, so what happened was it's the only time I've ever been. It's the only time I've ever been knocked out. Again, it pisses me off so much. You have no idea. Sammy actually might have an idea because he's familiar with my pride. But but uh, this dude who we used to joke with call him Corky Orton because he was just like the skinny dude that even had the Orton tattoo on his back. Oh, that no. wrestler, and he just copied <laughs> Randy Orton and stuff. So he was like Gilberg. Yeah, so we're in a battle. <laughs> yeah, basically. We're in a battle royal, and I'm getting up after doing something. I'm getting up, and the dude just looks at me. And next thing I know, I'm waking up backstage because what happened was this dude ran up and delivered this move, another Randy Orton classic, adequately named the punt kick. Yeah, Edward <laughs> oh, made a huge fight for this to be on my list. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Is that, oh, shit, I lost it. Is it anything like uh, Pat McAfee kicking <laughs> someone in the face? <laughs> it's a little different. Okay, here we go. That was pretty dope. Uh, here it goes. Like, oh, they actually put the music. <laughs> copywritten. Oh, copyrights. <laughs> Wait, what? Did it cut away? <laughs> no, it, it froze. Oh, oh it did cut uh, away. That's bullshit. Okay, let's try it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just straight up. I got kicked in the temple. <laughs> Oh my god! Because guess what? If someone doesn't know what they're doing there, it's just gonna knock you the f- out. 
That's not a special move. That's just kicking somebody. <laughs> oh, he did the punt kick. No, that's just kicking someone in the head. That's not a special move. Punch. Like that's like saying punch is a special move. It's not a special move. Actually, uh, punch made it onto my uh, onto my uh, worst list because I also did like worst finishers over here. On my list. <laughs> I have a lot of wrestling related things on a single card. I still like Pat McAfee kicking that dude like an actual punter. That shit was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was recent. I did catch that. I just yeah, that Pat. was this week. Pat, yeah, Pat McAfee has a WWE main event coming up. Like I think next week. <laughs> I'm about it because I like Pat McAfee. He's fucking stupid. <laughs> but that is Felix. Your number three, the Randy Orton punt kick, or as I like to call it, kick. So, yeah, and the RKO. Like I said, the RKO. RK slash RKO. I, I had know. to put the punt there because again, that just knocked me the fuck out. Like, oh, yeah, you got kicked in the head. <laughs> fair game. I think anybody gets kicked in the head, you get knocked out. Felix, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not that superhuman. But my number two. Now you guys are getting we're getting into obvious territory here with mine. Um, obviously, I've I've made mention. My number two is super obvious. I've made great mention of this wrestler. He is the same height as me. He is so much more gorgeous and famous than I am. The Rock? Of course he is The Rock. But it's a matter of which move it is. I bet you it's the one that made my worst list. It better not. It better not have because it is the most electrifying move in all of entertainment. I'm my dad hated The Rock as uh, as a wrestling fan. He was a big Undertaker dude. Oh, and he was like... I've always imagined that there's always this thing where it's like the more charismatic you are, the worse your finisher is. Because he grew up with the Hulk Hogan leg drop. The Hulk Hogan leg drop is bullshit. (laughs) 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 man. It has all the theatrics. If someone catches that elbow pad, that's like the greatest gift of all time. It's super theatrical. It has the stupid arm cross. I don't know what that does. But every time I did it in my house, it gave me the ultimate power. That little hesitate... Before the leg kick, and then the drop. It's beautiful. It's I, I hate the way that this is edited right now. It's kind of pissing me off. But that leg kick is everything, man. And yeah, it's just an elbow drop. But that just meant that he was so knocked out. He had so much time for theatrics. It's just look at that. Look at the kicks. Pow! I love it. The I the move it. started out as a joke. Like that was a back. Like it was a. It was a joke to see how long he could actually exaggerate that move for, like how long he could get the. Exactly. And, but the crowd, but the crowd loved it. The crowd loved it so much. And so this, like my, this was my long entry into the list because I said I wanted a short one. So the only one that I have left is a short one. But I had my power with the razor's edge, my high flying with the swanton, my long one with the people's elbow, the grapple with the sharpshooter. I love it's the most electrifying move in all of entertainment for a reason. Rock bottom. I didn't know if it was going to be on anybody's list. That one is the most done to me by my brother outside of the sharpshooter. So the sharpshooter was the grapple. Me and my brother would, he would rock bottom me more. And then stunner was number two, but my number two, the people's elbow. I, I think the biggest part of it is just the fact that everyone knew it's coming. He just takes his time, takes off the armband throws it and then cross this is like it's just all theatrics and i love it it's like that's the superhero element of wrestling that i enjoy and the rock just had it in spades my number two the people's elbow jj what is your number two my number two i i am at a crossroads 
because I, I could piggyback off of yours or I could piggyback off of Felix's. Hmm. It's I'm piggybacking Cody off of. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to piggyback off of Felix's. He had the RKO. Mine is sort of a proto RKO. It is the diamond cutter. Yes! <laughs> hey, diamond upside down to pussy. <laughs> diamond cutter DDP? No. Yes. All right, here it's we go. me. It's me. It's DDP. All right, Diamond Dallas Page. Page. All right, let's see. I want to get this. Is, is that it? No. no. Oh my God, it's rocky like a hurricane. That's totally cocky. Oh, hang on. Uh, yeah. I think Feel the Diamond Cutter is the name of his theme. Feel the Diamond Cutter. Here's a, a fun fact while you're looking all that up. Uh, Apparently, DDP is like the Jesus of wrestling. Like, he just saves people all the fucking time. Here we go. Yeah. I found it. Page, page has got the- Boom! So, it's a lift. Whoa! It's just any kind of... Yeah, this one's one of the cool ones. Oh, shit! Like, yeah, the one with Eddie is, like, the best one. <laughs> the one we just saw? Is it the one where he... Pow- he he's, no, it's yeah, that one. that's Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy! <laughs> he sets up the power bomb and then... Whoosh, diamond cutter. <laughs> so, it's just... Okay, so, yeah, that's the diamond cutter. But the fact that he's able to, like... Fucking lift people up and just maneuver around them. Yeah, that's crazy. With the Eddie one, the full clip, he he sets them up for the power bomb, and then he he does the diamond cutter sign, and they're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" But that's not how it's set up. No, no, no. <laughs> and then he pulls it off. So it's just cool. And uh, it was the out of nowhere before the RKO. Out of, the out of nowhere <laughs> or out of nowheres. Yep. Boom. <laughs> I mean, that's very much the RKO. I mean, they're definitely in the same family, definitely related. But I like that one. They're all the Ace Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Ace's move was more over than he ever was. <laughs> I'm sure wrestling fans will understand that. Marco. But DDP yoga is probably the bounced over thing, period. All right. Go to touchdown. Uh, yeah. Reach out. Uh, have- diamond cutter. Breathe down. Seriously, unironically, like stayed up at night thinking I should totally buy DDP yoga. Like, <laughs> what am I doing with myself? I'm out of shape. You know, Sam's the one getting into yoga. This is actually a great place to start. It literally saved Jake the Snake Roberts' life. Yeah, yeah. It used to be called YRG. It was DDP. Oh, sorry, it was yoga for real guys. And then he just like, <laughs> <laughs> and and then he just uh, turned it into DDPY. And you've got to make the DDPY your own. There's there's an app on your phone. It even has a video alarm clock where he'll just yell at you till you wake up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of want have, this even more now. <laughs> you just look up a DDP alarm or something on your on your uh, <laughs> app store. And yeah, you can get... I want to see. Oh, my God. The first alarm clock of its kind is here. Is this him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's take a listen. Woo! Wake up like never before. Woo! Yo, monkey, get out of bed. 
so this is how the rock came up with the rock clock because i downloaded the rock clock which is the rock yelling at me <laughs> and what i love on the rock clock you can actually set your alarm so that you get up when the rock gets up so you have the wrong <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ that sounds awful marcos what is your number two I'll make this real quick because we just talked about DDP yoga for 15 minutes. It's just the figure four. Oh, no. <laughs> the figure four leg lock was... I didn't even look up a clip because there's a million people that do the figure four. And everyone knows who's the most famous for it. Woo! <laughs> I, see, I didn't want to do that into my microphone. Here we go. It's the figure four leg lock. <laughs> I've had that done to me so much. Also, it was it was the sharpshooter, the walls of Jericho, then the figure four leg lock in that order. I love it because this is one of those moves that people are like, oh, this is such bullshit. It doesn't hurt. And I've done it and before then, where I, 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 I go, all right, hey, you mind if I put you in it? They go, sure. So I put them in. And I'm like, how's this feel? And I'll like make the motions like I'm doing something. They go, dude, can't even feel it. I go. Okay, now I'll do it. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> oh, no. It hurts. It hurts. Because it's like, oh, yeah, because there's that moment where it's like, ah, oh, this is fine. This is not fine. <laughs> my seven-year-old bones will break and they'll be the same. My shin remember, is going to break my other shin. <laughs> me and my brother. <laughs> mm, you made my bones break my bones. <laughs> Something that, about the figure four that always got to me and my brother was that, like, you can reverse it, and then it hurts the other guy. Like, it hurts the person putting it on. And we were always, like, trying to math it. Like, how the fuck does this work? And eventually my brother was like, fuck it, dude. Just put it on me. Let's go. <laughs> See, that's, that's one of those things. It's, a, it's always a joke in wrestling that it's like, yeah, no, that's that's not what happens. But 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 uh, I was but we were going over time at one point. And I had the figure four, so no, I'm, and they tell me they go, go home, go home, which means, uh, no, wrap, finish wrap this match. So I, so I told the so I told the dude to reverse it, so he re- he reverses it on me, and I start tapping wildly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I think I might be one of the few people to ever tap out to the figure four being reversed. <laughs> uh, uh, wrestling, how fake is your real? How fake is your real? <laughs> uh, Felix. Speaking of of real things, this one again, it's another super simple thing, especially if you happen to be a six foot seven dude, or in my case, if you just happen to have been a former heavyweight boxer can that I can take, throw Okay, take a guess at this one? Yeah. Is it the chop? <laughs> it's not the chop. It's okay. it's not the chop because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if you're like me and you've been a former heavyweight boxer and could put all of your weight behind a single blow, the clothesline from hell, the rainmaker. <laughs> like I, I put, I put in a link. Okay, good. Like this one's from WWE. So, and the first couple are choppy, but then it gets smooth after that. Apparently, and again, this is an official WWE video. So. Oh no! <laughs> this is just putting your whole weight into everybody again. Yeah, like I said, if you can just all right. Yeah, after this, I guess. Are they all Bradshaw? Yeah, yeah, it's all, all, it's all Bradshaw because he's the one that has the clothesline from hell. But there's Ray. <laughs> uh, it gets even better after this one. Jeez. For the easy and just like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
JJ, I was showing JJ videos of Jack Tatum from the NFL in the 70s. <laughs> exactly what he was doing. Exactly what he was doing. Close <clears throat> line from hell. Felix, when have you done? Uh, who did you do this to? In a bar. Huh? Who did you do this to in a bar? Oh, someone tried charging me. <laughs> someone, someone tried charging me, and I just I threw a punch, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna go wide. But but uh, but the time I actually did this, the time I actually like did it with intent was uh, we were playing Jesuit. We were playing a Catholic. Uh, I was in Catholic school, and I was playing nose guard. I got right through the line, and the quarterback I didn't realize because I was reaching. I was reaching for the ball. I didn't realize the quarterback was left-handed. So I'm reaching across, and he gets rid of the ball, and I'm like, "Well, I've just got to commit." All the way through, his helmet goes flying off. His 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 foot had been anchored, so he just like goes right to his back. Helmet flying off, twists his knee. He's out of the game for the rest of the game. Oh, did you no. get ejected? Hmm? I did, and then I went and put on a different jersey. <laughs> I, I I got ejected for unnecessary roughness and unsportsmanlike conduct because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I didn't know he was hurt. I just saw the helmet go flying. But then, but then I just went and put on somebody else's jersey, and it's not Texas, so people don't know every player on a high school team. So, <laughs> Where did different... you play statewide? Because I, I know you're California. Okay. Yeah, I, I played in Central California. Uh, my football team went unvictorious several seasons. <laughs> <laughs> See, I called that undefeated. That's what I, I mean. No, defeated. That's what I called it. The one defeated. season that we went, just we went and we didn't go undefeated. We went defeated one season. <laughs> it's like we were complete, we we were we were completely stoppable. Totally stopped. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm queuing up my number one. Or you're invincible. Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Um, Is that even a word? I don't know. No, no, it has to be because it would be the inverse of invincible. Yeah, because it I, is a, a well. A you, you 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 say that, but uh, but have you ever been whelmed? I've <laughs> <laughs> been overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Have I ever been in a state of whelm? I don't know. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> laughing at not only whelmed, but. <laughs> So I have to set this up. So this is my number one. My number one is my quick and vicious and perfect. It makes a lot of top lists, but this was when I was like, I'm going to make this list. This was either going to be number two or number one. My number one, I shall present to you without comment um, with actually retiring another person from what we were just talking about a few moments ago. I'm going to start with the music. And it's going to be Celine Dion. My heart will go on. Oh, God. <laughs> and we're going to time this right. I hope. <laughs> How does this not exist already? It does. Oh, I timed it right. Uh, only slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't catch the I love you. This is a different kick from the thing because I've seen it done with the actual like, because the last moment is him like putting up his fist and then Shawn Michaels, I'm sorry, I love you. Yes. What was that? that? I'm sorry. I missed all of that. Celine Dion was in our ears. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, because the actual final kick of the match, you see Ric Flair slowly getting up, put up his fists, trying to be like, come on. And Shawn Michaels just looks at him sadly. I look up, I'm sorry, I love you. 
Okay. I mean, <laughs> I've seen the clip, but uh, sorry. yeah, because you could clearly see him mouth that for delivering oh, yeah. the kick. Oh, no, it just has Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet chin music. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's been copyrighted all to hell. I mean, there's the top 10 sweet chin musics. There's the ultra copyrighted one. Yeah, here's the ultra copyrighted one we can take a look at here. But sweet chin music. That's my number one. It's sweet. It's effective. Oh, hold on. Here it is. Yep, this is it. <laughs> I don't want to. I like. I love the clip art borders here. I know, right? Sorry. I love you. Sweet chin music. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this theme music doesn't really fit when he's over 30. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he's any longer a sexy boy? No. Especially when he's fighting in Saudi Arabia last year. <laughs> I mean, I think who's that? God damn it. Why oh, I love this. This is a great one. Why can't they just give, give me, me what you want? Why can't they just give me his sweet, sweet compilations? Switch <laughs> Great name. It's probably the most fantastic name of any wrestling move ever. We don't know what controversy. What do you mean we don't know controversy? No, that's you what he said. This is one of my favorite clips. Just kick Stan. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I can watch sweet chin music all day. Boom! <laughs> I mean, it's just quick. It's effective. It's got a great name, and I just it puts people to sleep. Because I mean, yeah, you can kick out of a sweet chin music. I don't know how often that happens, but if you get kicked in the chin, I like think Sean was the only person to use it as finisher. Right, because everyone just has a super kick now. Right, because everyone wants fucking sweet chin music. <laughs> what? He took it like a man. He took- <laughs> in a suit. I'm just saying it's 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 short and sweet, and it has just that vicious bite that if you're just not timing it right or if you're just not paying attention, you're like, oh, I'm living a great day. Sweet chin music. Oh my god, it's over before you even realize it's happened to you, and that's what I love about it. My number one. Sweet chin music, and there's a lot of glaring ones that are not listed on the list. So I have a lot of honorable mentions right now. But JJ, take us home a little bit. What is your number one? My number one, uh, much like you, I'm also going to have a bunch of honorable mentions. That I mean, we can just have honorable mentions at the end because I'm pretty sure there's overlap. Right, right. right. Um, this one's gonna be like probably. Uh, one of the more popular ones, if you know someone was making like '90s or Attitude Era style lists, course, it's not it's from the WWE. Huh? <laughs> I like, sweet, it's not mine. I'm oh, no, worried no. about it. All right, it's a it's a WCW move. It's probably the most over WCW wrestler. Uh, is Goldberg's jackhammer? <laughs> oh, someone says the cops are showing up. Goldberg's <laughs> jackhammer. Uh, first thing that comes up is Big Show or Brock Lesnar? Which what? of those clips do you think would work? Oh, don't show the Brock Lesnar one. That's not a good jackhammer. <laughs> not a good one? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Not. fine. Let's see. Goldberg. The Big Show is probably the more impressive one. 
Let's see. Let's take a look yeah, at Goldberg. That'd be like body slamming. Oh, shit. Can't do this. Is that Mark Henry? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Sexual chocolate is down. Oh, come on. I don't want to see this. <laughs> Dang. I can't tell. That's the rock. He took the rock for a walk. That's crazy. Is that Rosie? Damn, 350 pounds. He could do that to me. Good Lord. That's pretty fucking sweet. God, that is sweet. I'm sure there's some wrestlers where he holds them up for a while. Yeah, there's there's some where he holds them up for like that. <laughs> well, it's more of a core exercise for the dude being hit, like to do. Yeah, because they have to stay up straight. <laughs> I mean, this is this is impossible. This is crazy. That's fucking vicious. I love that man. I was yeah, like, Goldberg slash WCW because I always thought they were the sucky knockoff versions because I didn't care. <laughs> They were the Pepsi to my Coke, so it was like never paid attention to it. But that's fucking badass. (laughs) Like, yeah, Um, but come on, (laughs) fucking great. One, sorry, uh, one move that didn't make the list just because it's not really a finisher. I mean, maybe it was at some point in time, but uh, is the vertical suplex. And that's basically the start of the jackhammer. So I think that's part of the reason I like it. I just like suplexes. <laughs> God, that's I love that man. That's fucking crazy. I want to watch another one. <laughs> oh, Ric Flair! Ric Flair! Yeah. Oh, that was not as good. <laughs> Ric Flair can't hold himself up. <laughs> he doesn't got the ab strength. That's Randy Orton. Oh god damn. That's just that's disrespectful. That's just that's disrespectful. <laughs> but that is your number one. Marco, what is your number one? So my number one is pretty easy, and I might start a fight with Felix over this one, but it's I think this dude is the best wrestler in the planet today, maybe the best wrestler ever, and his name is Okada. And number one is just the Rainmaker. <laughs> Uh, let's see here are my sweet okada pins right all uh, i put i put the link in already i I, I see and and here are my sweet okada pins one of them of him giving a beautiful duck lip drop kick there you go and one of them like pre-rainmaker so all right let's see okada (laughs) there's no sound to this oh nope oh no (laughs) (laughs) was that it yeah, that that's the, the rainmaker. Oh my god. It's the clothesline from hell, but he holds on to you. <laughs> With a hug. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I feel similar. I don't know why. No, you know what it is? He winds you up like a fucking ripcord. <laughs> Sammy, that's exactly what that move is called. Because... Yeah, it's a ripcord lariat. Like that's, that. <laughs> I mean, that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I'm gonna hold you and hiya. <laughs> also, look at Red Shoes after this. Like, he's the referee going around Red Shoes. Rich? Because <laughs> he wears red shoes. Like, it's yeah. a very obvious <laughs> moniker. <laughs> anyway, so why is that your number one above all else? It's the 
overall thematic way that Okada holds himself, his obvious probably his average wrestling time is about a 30 minute match at this point, or at least that's what I'm used to. Right. So whenever it does ha- come, the crowd gets quiet and then you're just in awe of it because it's just so fast and hard hitting, which is in general, the staple of new Japan. Like if you go to Mexican wrestling, you're going to see something off the top rope. Mm-hmm. If you go to American wrestling, you'll see something like, safe but muscular uh but if you go to new japan it's just like how is the hardest way i can hit you and make it look dramatic right (laughs) (laughs) the the punt kick is not in new japan all over the place it is shibata does the new the penalty kick probably better than anybody (laughs) god damn it uh Uh, i'm trying i'm trying to find a clip because there's something in the presentation like he didn't mention this uh and i am having trouble finding it but there's something they do with the Rainmaker. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to look one more thing and see if they show it. No, I'd probably have to look it up somewhere, but I don't have time. But Okada, when he starts to taunt it, he like goes down, shows up, and they just zoom the camera out. They just do a snap zoom out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I will say he also, I've... like, Okada has one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. So, uh, Asia in general is always like a decade behind America for the most part. So he's like the money nineties kind of thing for the most part. So he would, he literally has made him rain money with his face on it. Like bison dollar bills, but Okada dollar bills. Attention again by saying bison dollars. Okada bison dollars. <laughs> They'll be worth so much when we kidnap the queen. My mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> That's from the movie. Your number one, the Rainmaker, Felix. Okay, of and this real life punchies. What is your number one? Yeah, this is uh this is again a real life because uh, there's I had a few honorable mentions. If we talk about them afterward, I'll talk about the honorable mentions that didn't make the list. Right. But this is the number one. This is a move so easy, literally anybody can do it. I've seen several people do it on accident, and it was one of my favorite. <laughs> and it was my favorite one to do after my boss said I could no longer punch people at work. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, like he got tired of this. And this is just simple. It's the DDT, baby. <laughs> Damien's yeah. dinner tonight, or what does DDT stand for? It stands for the end. Uh, if you ask Jake Roberts to this day, it's a finisher. By the way, I also have a story about getting hit in the head by Jake Roberts. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does he stand for? Uh, actually, it doesn't stand for anything. Uh, it's a poison that they. It's a pesticide. Oh, they oh, oh yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, I forgot. Let's take a look at the DDT. Let's put some sound on this piece. Oh my God! Why is everything Master of Puppets? <laughs> yeah, you see. Hit it with DDT. Yep. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> put your head into the ground. I mean, Very you see a lot of them do it today, but yeah, a lot of people will try to charge you in a bar fight or they'll like try to lean, try to tackle you. If you just grab their head and go backwards, nine times out of 10, their head is just going to hit the concrete below and you'll be totally fine. They will be knocked out. Oh my God, that's so silly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like I said, it's, it's a simple one. It's effective. It's, so easy that anybody can do it. Uh, like Jake Roberts, again, I had a great story with him where uh, we were at the boardwalk in uh, Orangev- Orangevale, California. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man, do you mind if I hit you in the head with this frying pan? I'm like, ah, sure. You know, it's like, I- I'm like, I'm like, sure, I'll sell it. 
He mollywops me. The frying pan, the handle breaks. <laughs> the top of the pan goes flying off my head. The handle is still in his hand. And I'm like, you see a trickle of blood start coming down my head because he just busted me open with it. And then we get backstage and he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry about that. You want some Coke or Bud? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and, he, and he opens up a cooler and there's Coca-Cola and Budweiser. So I am both highly proud of him and highly <laughs> and disappointed at the same time. <laughs> wow. So I'm probably one of like a million people that can say this, but I've smoked weed with Teddy Hart. <laughs> sorry marcus that means nothing to me those words in order don't mean anything in particular he's uh bret hart's cousin if that means something to you he is okay yeah you want to talk about problematic people like he has the most famous family in wrestling the single most famous family in wrestling internationally and has managed to fuck up every chance he's been given that sounds pretty terrifying and sad and unfortunate. Yeah, and like his most recent exploit was uh, live streaming his own domestic abuse while defending somebody else's uh, statutory rape. Yeah, and that's where I'm going to draw the line. That's where we're going to honorable mentions, everybody. I <laughs> <laughs> had everything kind of segmented, so I'm just going to read them off. So for the short and quick... The stunner and the rock bottom were my short and quicks. The stunner because, like, there's that one clip where he stuns everybody in the ring where he's just like, stunner, stunner, stunner. Oh, my God. He's just stunning everybody. Um, my other power move was the choke slam. Um, and I didn't have any more high flying other than the frog splash. JJ, I thought you were going to go frog splash. I thought you. Were I was surprised you didn't mention that. Yeah. I, wanted the, um, I was thinking about, like, throwing in the frog splash. Uh, instead of the doomsday device, but it's the doomsday device, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then my grapples, uh, Wallace Jericho didn't make it, but could have. And then Sako, uh, the mandible, the claw. mandible claw. Yeah, that one almost made it. And I was like, the mandible claw was really close to making it, but the sharpshooter, it, it took the edge because obviously you can put your fingers in someone's mouth, but it's not going to cause that much damage. They could just bite your hand, but whatever's JJ. What, what honorable mentions did you have? Uh, my honorable mentions were, well, obviously the stunner. Um, I also uh, had the frog splash. We mentioned that already. And uh, I don't really pop for uh, submission moves all that much. Just because in my head, they're like, they're not versatile. I can't win a cage match with a <laughs> submission move. <laughs> uh, but uh, the one submission that I would have wanted to put in would be the camel clutch because it's the move El Santo did. Except, you know, in Spanish, it's right. called something else. <laughs> and it was invented by Eddie Guerrero's dad, if I'm not mistaken. Gory Guerrero. Yeah. So this is uh, Stars and Slaughter doing it. Is this it right here? Yeah, that's yes. a camel clutch. Oh, my God. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, there's a great story about uh, uh, Muhammad Hassan. Uh, getting mad at uh, Eddie Guerrero for using the move on our show. <laughs> and, and everybody's just looking at him like, you dumbass, his dad invented the move. <laughs> it was his finisher at the time. Yeah. Uh, JJ, any other honorable mentions? Um, and I think that's it. We can move on. Marco, what are your honorable mentions? I have one honorable mention. So like I said, I was trying to build a wrestler for the most part. So I've always, I loved watching high flying moves, 
I could never picture myself doing high flying moves once I learned how broken most of those people were towards the end. But so my honorable mention is a high flying move. A move. It's Finn Balor's Coupe de Gras. Oh, uh, I already <laughs> put it in. Finn Balor. Yeah. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Uh, here we go. Compilation. All right. Let us see what this looks probably like. just start in the middle because it's yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These are not moves. That's just stomping on somebody from the top row. <laughs> so the curb stomp is also a list that almost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Curb stomp. All right, Felix. The curb stomp is also very nicely reversed into an RKO. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, honorable mentions the three because I want to hear your worst ones. Okay, so my uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, I'm a, a. I'm gonna say a German suplex. I get that's a move I've actually done on people. German suplex. <laughs> yeah, German suplex. Easy one. Uh, I threw one in the chat here. This is the uh, this is the vertebraker. Which again, oh. I've never done oh. this, but this is a cool. <laughs> Mention the tombstone. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. But tombstone. I'm like tombstone was on my. It was gonna be on my list, but um, yeah, you skip beat. ahead just a little bit on this one. Nah, that's fine. It's eighteen seconds. All right. Among so many other things, tonight here at uh, No Mercy. What move is this? Oh shit! <laughs> oh wait, I just remembered one. The Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> A little killer right there, man. Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. yeah Canadian Destroyer is a good one. Uh, let's see. Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> oh, I don't want all these ads. You're buying tonight? Oh, we're looking for someone to buy us drinks. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, this will be. Graves to his feet. Seidel on his. PD got caught. Oh, no. I guess not. Walter. Seidel able to grab. PD. Be honest. Before. Wait. Something's happening here. Back to that sharp I want to see what happens here. And PD Williams goes to the outside. Oh! Ugly. I, I assume the finish will be the Canadian shirt. From that back. It's gotta be. On his feet. Seidel shooting star. Beating oh, at the knees. Oh, shit. Beating at the knees. Now, Wendy Williams. Uh, go back a few seconds. The knees up. Beating at the knees up. Caught him in the sternum with both knees. Here comes Petey Williams for the third time. He's got him loaded. Canadian oh, shit. <laughs> How does that even Petey work? Williams Who's getting hurt? Oh, oh, okay, that's that's why. This Williams. This was close. This was close to making my worst list actually, because <laughs> we're supposed to believe in all theory that he Petey Williams is powerful enough to not only <laughs> jump over but also. Freestanding, lift a dude with no support back overhead to land him onto his head. So basically, just the power of his calves can flip <laughs> the entire dude <laughs> onto his head. But uh, uh, there's a clip other? of Conan O'Brien doing like a fucked up Canadian destroyer. <laughs> but but I, I did throw in like uh, my number one honorable mention. I threw in a clip of that because. It's by one of the best to ever do it. Oh, yeah. Huh. And it <laughs> is uh, the Macho Elbow. Yes. Nobody brought up Macho Man. <laughs> Which, I have to be honest, Felix, this is just as lame as the leg drop. <laughs> so, you, it's fair to say that until you see Kari Sane's elbow drop. Oh, yeah. 
for some reason that adds something to it and i don't know what maybe it's just the fact that she looks like a perfect boomerang hitting you in the face yeah Uh, Kyrie saying uh yeah look look up insane elbow Here we go. All right. Kyra saying, I don't want to add it to my queue. Fuck that. Oh, and I'm gonna have wrestling there forever. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's it's Japanese. It's the insane elbow. It's <laughs> Jesus Christ. It <laughs> <laughs> sells a little more because that's just a little bit more reckless. It's coming. Oh, no! insane yeah, there's something more about it. Where it's like, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, you know what it is? She kicks her legs up. Because, <laughs> like, Randy Savage is like, I'm so rigid. And then he just kind of, like, drops. But she's, like, throwing her legs up and, like, throwing her whole body into it. Uh, Felix, uh-huh. real quick, though. Uh, just oh. by name, what are your worst five finishers? Okay, my worst five finishers. The people's elbow was at number five. Because it's just it takes too goddamn long. It's like it takes too goddamn long. You can take it. You can take a nap during that time. It, 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 the, the move itself he was a joke. Instead of going for the elbow. <laughs> uh, number four was the pa- the power of the punch, which it, William Regal just, just in the face. Allegedly, he has brass knuckles. Like you see him reach into his uh, reach yeah. into his tights, give a small punch, put something back in his tights, and pin them. That was his finisher. Uh, the brain chop, but great Kali, the brain chop was my number three worst, where he just slowly and deliberately and softly taps you on the head with his giant hand. 